two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. I'm just saying, you guys don't have that same thing before sex? I've got a checklist. Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. This is really a folly of youth. <laughs> I what think the, the fuck no. is what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, this this is somewhere in the annals of my memory. I will admit that now that I'm hearing this tune, um, it, and also all these frightening. Ke- Kevin, do you know this? It's rejects from the movie Cats. That's what I'm seeing right now. A bunch of people who look like they should have been in that Sondheim shit show. I don't know. She's kind of hot. Okay. All right. We're just going to go ahead and start. That's that's nine nine seconds you'll never get back. (laughs) Yeah. Amen. I would say it, I would say though. that the Zoobly Zoo theme song is a folly of youth because it was really my first, the first time I encountered what I would consider to be a furry. So <laughs> that's, I think that's kind of where the craze right. got started. Oh, I, I would buy it. I'll, I'll pick what, up what what's it down, called? Joe. Zoobly? Zoobly Zoo. That's uh, Z-O-O-B-I-L-E-E, zoo. Oh, they're from the zoo. They're, so, like, they're dressed up like, um, yeah, they're I like now anthrop- I vaguely remember. Yeah, anthropomorphized okay. animals. You got bears and cats and tigers and all sorts of weird yeah, shit. Yeah, that's so 80s. That's very so 80s, guys. No, I got and nothing I on that. Absolutely love it, and I have friends that absolutely hate it. Uh, I think it falls squarely in the pantheon of having to hate it because most children's programs are just absolutely abhorrent when you watch them as an adult. Well, they it's hate a, it when they were kids. It just explains why our parents had drinking problems. It's really what it is. <laughs> if they had to sit there and listen our, to that shit over parents, and over quote, again. Unquote, <laughs> What's that? Our, our parents had drinking problems like, like we don't. <laughs> hey, man. This, the wheel in the sky keeps on turning, buddy. <laughs> Speaking of a drinking problem, I, uh, I'm here today with a Cabernet Sauvignon bottle that I will be taking to the face as per usual. How do you imbibe uh, tonight, Lex? Well, uh, before I get into that, I, I would just like to say that we are joined by uh, Ben, who has been a frequent guest here in the past, and uh, Kevin, who has also appeared a few times. Welcome back, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Uh, I am, uh, I've just thrown together one of my odd concoctions of uh, Sprite and uh, Seagram's American Blended Whiskey. Yum, yummers. Mm. Interesting. What about you, Producer Kenny? Uh, I am drinking a cocktail called uh, Tears of Regrets. It includes one part self-doubt and two parts zero self-worth and a slice of despair. 
Nice. I think we're all drinking that these days, Ken, in some degree or another. <laughs> and uh, let me see. I'm going to do a quick guessing lightning around here. Ben, you got water, and Kevin, you have water or iced tea. No, Wait. I got for. I got Gatorade today, actually. You got Gatorade today. Man, you throw me for a loop. Look at that. All right. There we are. <clears throat> follies of youth. And only us would use an outdated term such as follies of youth for right. one of our shows. Everybody I say that to is like, what does that mean? I know. I love it like that. It just shows well, terrible disparities in our educational systems that, yes, it's an oldie, oldie term, but you should still understand what a fucking folly is, you know? Whatever. Will Rogers knows what it is. <laughs> now look at you digging digging deep into the annals of history there with Will Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, uh, okay. I had to take a drink. Big swig there, <laughs> and I'm I'm uh, I'm up first. So, my question to everybody is: What dumb thing did you do when you were a kid that taught you a lesson for life? <laughs> <sighs> Well, you know, it's oh, funny. Uh, I was talking about this with my wife earlier today, randomly. And I would have to say it was, I don't remember exactly how young I was, but I was certainly preteen. I think I might have been nine, 10, maybe eight, maybe even a little younger. But um, <clears throat> I had been out and about playing in the neighborhood as, you know, us latchkey generation kids did. And I had uh, wandered into someone's yard uh, a neighbor down the way. And I think, I don't remember exactly what the item was, but uh, something that I saw in the yard looked cool. So I took it. It was like a toy or something. And I came home and I proudly demonstrated what I had took to very much my father's chagrin and disappointment that I had stolen something. So he grabbed me, marched my ass back to the house, made me knock on the door and talk to the old man that lived there hand it back to him and apologize profusely. And I remember my father was extremely disappointed in me for the rest of the day. And what I learned from that is if you steal something, don't flaunt it. Keep that shit a secret. <laughs> that is what you do when you steal something. And you don't remember what you took? It was a toy. It was like a figure. Like, I don't remember if it wasn't an action figure, obviously, because it was like some old man's yard, but it might've been one of his grandkids' toys or something. I remember it was on an RV bumper. Like next to the house, he had this RV that was just parked for life. It, the tires were flat. It was just growing vines and shit. It was just part of the lawn, but there was no fence around the guy's property. And it was right at the, the, the tree line where there was a walkway to go to the marina. So we always used to walk down that way every time. And I remember seeing that. And I think I had gone in there and just said, fuck it. I'm just going to grab this thing because it looks kind of cool. Could there have been children buried in his backyard? Could have been. Probably could have been. Um, that guy was pretty sketch, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm sure if you look, there's probably a few uh, Gacy-esque bodies there. Yeah. And perhaps if perhaps if uh, the old gentleman had not seen your dad there, you could have been a potential victim as well. That's true. And as I am a believer Whoa. in the multiverse, somewhere out there, I am You're not doing this show because I'm buried at the tender age of eight or something in some old man's lawn. Bearing the wounds and scars of some sort of terrible, terrible end. Uh, a kid can dream, can he? <laughs> what about you, Joe? You got something? Um, yeah, you know, it's um, it's funny. Um, I knew everyone here with the exception of Ben. Uh, 
back in high school. And um, a lot of you know, you know, and I'm still a very awkward person, um, but nowhere near as bad as the, the Joe of you know, high school, college, you know, such was. But um, I think one of my follies, and I feel like this is a bit of a cheat because I might have talked about this briefly on a previous episode. I, I, I mean, we do have 70 plus of these now, but it would have to do with my attempting to woo people, uh, woo ladies, and um, woo. You, you, you woo. wooed them. Woo. Oh, he he he. Oh, he you, wooed. You would just you would give him a little woo. I tried to woo. Little, little um, oh man! Thank you for saying that, Joe. Because if you don't bring up one of the stories, I certainly got some for you. <laughs> Good but lord! Just, but I was just going to say that. Um, you know, film, TV, they they always kind of present this whole thing about relationships that, you know, that you always have to chase after the person and, uh, you know, that they, you know, they play hard to get and everything else. And just if you buy into that fiction, it, it makes you look like such a <laughs> actually do this shit. And it, it's like, you know, I could just slap the shit out of myself when I when I look at, you know, back in my high school days, college days and such, when I, I chased women around who had no interest in me whatsoever. And, and just the fact that, you know, I guess in my brain, in my youthful brain, it was just like, oh, they're just playing hard to get. No, you're, you're just, you're just a moron. So it's. Uh, <laughs> so you I wouldn't would. woo in the fashion of what you saw on television. That is correct. Good call. <laughs> it lied to me. It did. I mean, you know, in the in the obvious sense, like, you know, the whole say anything idea of showing up outside someone's house and blasting music to try to serenade them, that shit will get you a restraining order in the real world. That It does not oh, happen yeah. in real life. Um, and no woman has ever been excited to, to receive a dozen or two dozen roses in the middle of a red... Shit art. <laughs> in the middle of a random day, <laughs> completely unprovoked from someone they kind of know. I didn't say who. I didn't say anybody. This happens in film and TV. I don't know. Uh, if we didn't react, we wouldn't have known anything. <laughs> That's All right. Exactly. So, and and now we do. Benner, Benner, Kevin. I'll no. go. Okay. I'll go. I'll go. All right, guys, so this story takes place when I was in camp. Uh, I want to say <laughs> it, was, it was a Camp Beth the Filla. I just outed myself on that one. Um, mm -hmm. And it was back, I want to say maybe uh, seven or eight years old-ish, you know, that little sweet spot where you're first even noticing that girls exist, period, and maybe you don't like them yet, even if you're going to like them later. But um, the bunks we had, we would change clothes to go swimming. So we had a boy's bunk and a girl's bunk. And in the middle were the bathrooms and the bathrooms shared pipes. And somebody had put a freaking peephole in the boy's bathroom. Oh yeah. And one kid discovered it. Like guys, guys, come here, you gotta see this. Come here, come here, come here. So at that age, it wasn't like the movie Porky's guys. That's what I was gonna say. Porky's is all I can think about. While you're watching, you're going naked. It wasn't like that. It was more like, wow, these people don't have any penises. How interesting. 
So we all took turns looking in the little tiny people and we'd see like girls running back and forth into the showers, like just running back and forth. And then we took turns, like one guy would look, one guy would look, I would look, and then we took turns. And then at one point I was letting somebody else look. So I had my hand inside the crevice of the door and someone told the counselor what we were doing. The counselor ran in and threw the door open and yelled, what are you doing? And it crushed my fingers. It crushed all my fingers. And it hurt so bad. That's not good at all. I was, I was like silent crying because it hurt that bad. Like when you cry so hard, it doesn't even make a noise. And everybody was just looking at me like, wow, he took the fall. He took the punishment <laughs> for all of us. And I learned, for the love of God, don't be a creeper. And if you're going to do it, keep your hands on yourself at all times. Ah, yes. That shit really, really hurts. So I like that Ben and I have uh, equally morally uh, gray-lined lessons from life. And Joe has a legitimate one that will just hopefully keep you out of being on um, some sort of watch list. What about you, Kevin? Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I must have been 10 years old. It was like, I think I was in fifth grade. I was waiting. I I was in, living in Glen Burnie, so I didn't have, to have a bus. I could just walk to school. I was up early because I had been dropped off my grandmother's early. They don't know why I had this paper airplane. And my grandmother's got a hot um, hot thing of coffee, like just burning on the, on the stove, but it's a gas stove. So there's a little flame at the end. So it's just like, I'm like, hmm. I was like, I wonder if I can sit and, sit and stand into this paper plane. So I just get up a little bit, you know get up a little bit and next thing i know it just jumps up and i'm like oh shit so instead of throwing it down on the uh the floor <laughs> no i threw it right on the carpet right next to my uh my grandmother's uh recliner <laughs> and yeah i gotta put out real quick and but the key lesson there is don't fuck with fire <laughs> dude i was and, afraid you were gonna say you burned your grandma <laughs> like, <laughs> this story is taking a real fucking dark turn <laughs> good lord nice he didn't see that horrifying Smokey the Bear PSA that we all saw. He no, <laughs> yeah, the one that traumatized us. Where, uh, so, like, wasn't was it Smokey in a model's skin or something? I think it's or Catherine Bach, and she took the face off to, right. to real Smokey the Bear. Fucking terrifying! Oh, shit. Wow, it was so terrifying they made a watered down version of it. <laughs> they did indeed. Oh wow, uh, Ken. How does that all shake out for you? Seriously, how do we get points for being bad? <laughs> we learned. That's the point. And we learned from these mistakes. I mean, and really, I got to go through here and kind of figure out exactly what lessons were learned. Obviously, Art says don't steal. Uh, Lex says don't. Uh, don't get caught if you steal. No, don't get caught if you steal. Excuse me. Art, Art, um, Lex says uh, don't watch Nickelodeon to learn how to hit on girls. And... Uh, <laughs> Ben's is borderline. I'm actually like, I'm afraid we're gonna get sued. And um, yeah, <laughs> don't worry, we'll just go straight to prison. We won't get sued for that. You know one. what? The only thing that's really universal here is Kevin's don't play with fire. And uh, I'm gonna have to give him the points on that. Uh, thank you very much. I, I mean, I, I will, I will say that uh, just don't touch anything while you're peeping at naked girls that's probably not a bad idea either though <laughs> all right kevin what's your topic i don't think we had to apologize to the girls um, I think my fingers was bad enough <laughs> <laughs>
my subject is do you think that you should be alive to this day have you done anything to tempt your fate <laughs> oh this is good i like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and considering, you know, I've known Kenny, Joe, and Art since probably middle school. Yep. This, this, this question doesn't need me to be asked. I should not be here. I've survived a lot of crazy shit. Um, everything from like nearly missing car accidents to, yeah, a lot of crazy shit. So I don't get like on big religious kicks, but I believe there's something up there looking after me because there's no way I should have survived some of the shit I've survived. Word. I, uh, I, I easily will say that uh, I've always liked to joke that even though things don't always seem to go the way I would like or prefer them to, somewhere inside me there's a golden horseshoe in my ass because uh, I have outwitted some really, really terrible, unfortunate things that could have happened uh, very easily. As I mentioned before on the show, I mean, walking through a metro tunnel and dodging trains, another story I never shared uh, involved... Um, being out of my mind on certain substances with a friend and uh, a loaded shotgun was in the mix and we didn't know it was loaded at the time. And here I am doing silly shit in front of it and him with his finger on the trigger um, years ago. So, silly, stupid stuff like that, where I'm pretty sure that in, in multiverses, I'm dead. Um, yeah. Lots of dumb things, lots of close calls. I, I probably shouldn't be here. Um, and you know, they always say, what is it? Fortune and angels favors fools and children. I guess I'm one or the other. So there you oh. go. And I was going to say, Art, I was actually, um, I, I believe that this was a question that I submitted. And I was actually, I actually remembered a story that you told me once. And I don't think it's one that you would feel ashamed in sharing, but you almost drowned once, correct, as a child? Yeah, that does sound familiar. I remember, I think trying to remember if that was in north carolina oh no 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 sorry no i'm thinking about even younger you're talking about when i was a kid like like four or five right when i fell between the pier and the boat no uh that one i don't know i know you said one time you got stuck in like a riptide or something oh then that was in north carolina yeah i got sucked in the undertow and i was like maybe 11 or 12 maybe um down in north carolina and that was scary as shit you know like you start swimming and then all of a sudden your head hits the sand because you're upside down, but you don't know it. That sort of shit. Yeah. And everything starts kind of fading away. It's, it was fucking not, not, not good. Not creepy. Yeah. It was very creepy. And then again, like I said, uh, when I was a little, little kid, like four, maybe I fell between the spot between the, the pier and our boat that at the house I grew up in. And I sank right between the two and I didn't know how to swim. So I just fell right to the bottom of the Creek. And my dad had to like, push the boat out of the way and sneak in and slide between the pier and the boat to come down and find me in pitch brown water. So mm. yeah, apparently water is not my friend. So I guess that's why I don't like the ocean. Hmm. 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 Ben Yaman. Well, I told you guys some of my stories, how one time I almost got hit by a train and another time uh, I avoided the glass in my apartment. And then another yeah. time I almost got hit by a, a dumbbell in weight class. It mm. just missed me. Um, so those were all very near misses. Um, and another story, at the same Bethlehem camp, guys, the same Bethlehem camp, two kids grabbed me in the pool and tried to choke me out and, and drown me. And eventually the counselor mm. stopped them and all the counselor did was separate us. That's all he did was separate us. So I didn't like Beth to fill a camp. What did you do to piss him off? What did you do to piss him off? I think we, they were playing shark and they just took it like Jaws shark. 
Ah, <laughs> yeah. There's always a couple kids like that who, I don't know. I think I think in uh, as testosterone and hormones are growing within us, I think we we all at some degree dabble in a bit of um, psychopathy and see exactly how far things will go. Get this weird urge to push somebody a little harder or hold them underwater too long. And more often than not, we find that we don't feel really good after doing that. And then we stop doing that shit. So I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I was meant to be their lesson. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you I were think their Jeffrey Dahmer did stuff like that as a kid. You never did stuff like that? No, no. I, I was just saying, I think that Jeffrey Dahmer did stuff like that as a kid. Art, it's totally normal. Oh, yeah. It, dude, perfectly normal. It's just he ended up liking it. That's the difference. So I'm trying to think. So, I mean, yeah, I... Uh, I, I was lucky enough to get second chances in life. And, uh, oh, and two times, guys, I was saved. I, I did something stupid. One time I did drugs at a concert. Believe it or not, I did. And the people that took me to the concert abandoned me there and left me there. And I, I had to walk to try and, to try and get, go to a gas station to call for help. And luckily, a taxi cab driver drove past, and I, I hailed him. And he pulled over and drove me home. And save my ass. Well, what, what kind of what kind of drugs were you doing? It was ecstasy. Oh, nice, nice. This is back in like the before the mm. millennial even happened. So no, remember, back- remember, kids, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. I noticed okay. all Ben's stories, but, but I miss ecstasy. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed all Ben's stories involve people finding him annoying and trying to trying to murder him or like a band <laughs> in a concert or something like it. <laughs> you know i'm not you know i'm not trying to you know not trying to call a spade a spade here but hey guys one last one I, I was in san francisco and i went to a strip bar and then i went to leave the strip bar and it turned out my car was in was involved in a crime, so they had to keep my car there. What crime? So I, what crime was your car involved in? Somebody hit somebody with a taxi cab, and the blood had shattered, and they thought the blood was on my car, so they had to keep it for DNA samples. Nice. So did they yeah. pay for your Uber? No. What happened was <laughs> I had to wait it out, so I went back to the strip bar without any money and waited. And eventually, I got back to my car, tried to drive back to the hotel I was at, but my GPS conked out. And my phone was didn't have maps on it, so eventually I had to get a taxi cab driver to drive me to my hotel because I was lost. Nothing worse than uh, being at the strip club with no money. <laughs> Art took that from the story. You're so yeah. funny. So again, I've learned my lesson. Darkness, my friend. Like I think, I think for me, uh, you, I'm kind of shocked. I'm still here too. I. I <laughs> I would not be surprised if I just like kill over dead one day, just like, like, you know, I'm walking down the street and I just drop dead from all the head trauma I've taken over the years. And it's like, you know, just from like, you know, not getting my ass kicked or, or anything like that, but just stupid shit. Like I fell on my head as a child. I think I rolled off the bed and landed on my head, you know, and, and perhaps it, it was just a light bump at the time, but, but the big one I remember was in elementary school. Um, I don't know if you all remember like those huge, I, I think every school had these, these huge flags on like these big kind of like metal poles that were on, that, uh, that were on like the stage and stuff like that. Do you guys ha- yeah. have any idea what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And there was a on top of one of them was this huge golden eagle. And, and this this SOB was heavy. And one of the kids accidentally knocked it over and the eagle came crashing down on top of my head. And it's like, you know, it should have knocked me out cold. And, you know, it said it just really fucking hurt. And it's like, you know, I would not be a bit surprised, like I said, just to find out that that gave me some kind of brain damage or something like that. And like I said, it, and it's it just one nah. of those things that like, you know, well, over the years. You're good. This I'm going to drop dead. You know, well, I mean. Well, this, this really explains a lot. Now I understand why you are how you are. Uh, for one and, and two i do want you to know that we ken and i and a few other people do have a deadpool for you so uh i definitely have clunking out on Please. the street but for a, a different reason but we'll see but i honestly thought when you started opening this topic up i thought it was just a way for you to shoehorn in bbj and yet you didn't so nope you know what if i died doing bbj uh that's a hell of a way to go that's a warrior's death right there you know what? You know Warrior's what's funny? death while you're folded in half with your junk next to your face. <laughs> we, he died a he died a brave death with his in, genitals next to his chin. In two different ways, we've mentioned rolling. I know, right? That's good, dude. I like that. Yo, nice. I wish that you die happily doing BBJ while getting a BJ. <laughs> How about if I'm giving myself a BJ while doing BBJ because I'm folded in half like that? Then you probably don't need to leave the house. <laughs> Kenny, how would you score this? Well, um, I, just I just pictured it. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'll go with the face value here and uh, go ahead and give the the points to Ben because he must really hate that camp. <laughs> if i if i were to if i were to go with uh the ground value here because uh i i i i'm i know what i've read kevin's autobiography so you know i'd have to it, it really does yeah when yeah, is really that exists. when is that coming out for uh on audiobook because i i really would rather listen to this story i would like to i'd like to narrate it <laughs> Can, can then we went to the club. Can you do Kevin's impression when you narrate it? <laughs> no, no, no. I would just do. Yeah, no. No need to. But um, no, maybe ten years or so. But Fair enough. A lot has changed. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm. All right, that brings me to my topic. Um, so speaking of, <laughs> uh, boy. Um, so this should be interesting. Hopefully, uh, well, I, I don't think any of us are too um are too proud to talk about this topic um <laughs> let's talk about the birds and the bees uh yeah. what was your what was your biggest misconception about sex or or you know e even something even something that that you did that was a huge misconception and i, I will just you know i've been hinting at the gentleman here that I have a good story. Hopefully this is, once again, this is one that I haven't told previously. I'm pretty sure I have it because this is a doozy. Let me give you a, um, let me give you a music bed for this, Joe. Sure, go ahead. Oh, that okay. works. Benny Hill, nice. All right, so um, when I was, when I first found out about masturbation, I was probably eh, 12 or 13, something like that. You, you know, I was a little bit of a late bloomer. And I didn't really know much about it. I was, I just read somewhere or, you know, this was in the early stages of 
the internet. So it's not like I was, you know, on, on porn websites or anything else. You know, I was just going by word of mouth and such. And I had heard that if you touch yourself down there, it feels good. So, you know, one time I think I, I, I think it was a Friday lost. night. And we lost every Friday listener night. just now. <laughs> What's that? Are you kidding? We're we getting just, more listeners we just, right now. We just now. lost every listener. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it was a Friday night because it was the first season of the X-Files when it was on a Friday night. And I went in the bathroom during a commercial break to spank it to Dana Scully. And uh, so, so, I knew this you know, was um, going. <laughs> it wasn't to Mulder. So I'm in there. Not like um, there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect. I was just touching myself down there. And, you know, I'm like, okay, this feels pretty good. And then it feels really oh good, better and better. And then something comes out. And I was not prepared for that. And I did not know what that meant. And so I was freaking, was hyperventilating. I was, I was cleaning myself up. And I ran out to ask my dad because I thought I was done. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, shit. Oh, that's good. Okay. As, it turns out, I, as it turns out, I was not dying. And what, was, uh, what came out was something called semen. And um, I had to have a very embarrassing converse- conversation with my dad about how I was growing up and becoming a man and that's just a terrible terrible story and that is the one that i chose to share here surprise so who wants to follow that one can't touch that wow um yeah damn joe i mean just give joe the points now yeah <laughs> yeah i mean honestly like when it comes to that i Dude, before you even start telling your story, that was exactly where I went to. Um, because I look, I can't remember any of the offbeat shit that was said or believed at the time. Like, you know, I don't know if anybody here has ever seen the movie Good Boys. Has anybody seen that? Okay, fucking hilarious. Go watch it right away. It is like super bad, except with tweens. So imagine kids who are 12 years old doing the super bad shit. They're just as vulgar, but they have the ignorance and innocence of 12-year-olds. It is so unbelievably funny. But they talk about sex, and they talk about it in the way that they don't understand how it works at all. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, women wear tampons up their butt to keep babies from falling out. Like, shit like that. (laughs) I mean, that's the sort of misconception that kids have that I can't remember any of them that I might have had. But, um, But I certainly remember... The uh, very first time, as uh, as uh, the cousin would say in National Lampoon's Vacation, bopping the baloney. I remember. I feel like I too would have run off and asked my parents what just happened, but I must have blocked out what <laughs> happened if I did that because literally the memory stops at when this clear fluid yes. emitted, and the memory ends. Like it's literally like turn the page, it's blank. Uh, so I'm sure that I probably went and asked, and we already heard about how my father dealt with me when I stole something. He was a very, I love my dad, but he's a very stern dude. He's a very stoic guy. 
not one to sit there and talk about feelings and things like that. So to bring up anything about genitals and natural course of sexuality is probably going to be met with a very stern, weird, awkward, off-putting silence, very indicative of men who grew up in the 50s. Um, so yeah, I remember that I, I don't, you know, I don't think I even, I think I, I think I just touched it and I didn't even have an impetus like you did with X-Files. I think I just tried it. And then all of a sudden this clear seminal fluid found its way out into the toilet seat. Oh my God. And it was, uh, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a young boy's confusion. So, um, yeah. So you know what, Joe, I'm here with you, man. I'm here with you. My pre-cum brother. Yeah, fist bump. Yeah, fist bump. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what we're doing, Joe? Ah, dropping load. All over the toilet seat, uh, but not knowing what we're doing. Oh, what just happened? <laughs> okay, Ben or Kevin? Who cares yeah. to step up uh, next and I talk about their ding dong issues? Well, mine's not a ding dong, but it said mis- the question was misconception, right? Yes. Like anything sexually or yeah. to the or, or with females? Yeah, absolutely. I always thought I didn't know until probably, I don't know, five years ago, which is sad because I'm over 40 now. But <laughs> I always thought with a female, I thought urine came out of the birthing canal. I didn't realize that there was a, a third spot. Because, you know, with us dudes, we. <laughs> You know, dudes, we have our, you know, our front and we have our and, one. Yeah, we have our one tunnel. Right. And then, you know, then we both got one in the back. But yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, women that. have the urethra. It's it's tucked right up above the vaginal canal. Yep. yep. So that's one thing I did not know. I don't blame you. A lot of people surprisingly don't know that because either A, they we they gloss over it in human sexuality or B, they're just not teaching this shit at all dude i've encountered women who are yes women don't know that are unaware how weird is that right right yep complete blowing of the mind like me pulling it up on google and being like no like here's a picture (laughs) we're not aliens i have a urethra so do you here it is (laughs) it's like how do i mean i guess It it just dumps out into the baby canal Fuck I it. guess it just it like all I guess goes maybe, the same place. I don't know. Just runs down. Yeah. Ben. Hi guys. How are you? <laughs> all right. Um, I have two I can tell you. So I'm going to ask you guys: Do you want the first real masturbation story, or do you want the first blue? Ball? Oh my god! Please, I'll, no let, I'll let this answer stories. your question. You have two Let's minutes. The masturbation. Joe wants masturbation. Art, uh, Ken. We always want masturbation, so let's hear it. Okay. So, I grew, when I was about 13 to 17, I was a late bloomer, guys. I was a late bloomer. All the way from 13 to 17, I would watch Cinemax at night. Skinemax. Yeah, boy. Yep. And mind you, this is softcore porn, so they never show a cum shot. No, it'll, it'll do, though. What'd you say, Art? I said, no, but it will do. Correct. So my point was watching them have sex. I thought they, I don't know. I guess they just ru- they just grind each other and that's it. Um, Valid assumption. Exactly. So one night I was, <laughs> okay, guys, my mom had cable TV in her room. So I had to go in her room to watch cable. <clears throat> and I decided oh. 
I ordered Playboy, guys. I ordered Playboy that night. Huh? And back when you had the cable boxes, you had to like type in 99 and I would just, mm -hmm. I'm tired of listening to the moans all the time. So I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. And they would show the number to call. So I called and it was just a recording. All I had to do was hit a yes button. So I hit the yes button and I had, I, there it was clear as day. So I'm watching Playboy and it was like Playboy night calls, you know, the fax girls, you would fax stuff in. They would do oh, yeah. I remember them. Yeah. Exactly. I think it was Nikki and Gina or, Dooley or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked myself this, I, 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 I was dry. I was sort of humping the bed and watching the Playboy. And I said, what will happen if I just keep doing this until I can't stand to do it anymore? What would happen? So I decided to just grinding, 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 grinding. And eventually it kind of hurt a little bit. I felt some kind of pain, like, ow, what, what, what's happening? And then there was substance on the sheets. There was substance on the sheets. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I, I did it. I did it. I actually did it. So, guys, I changed my mother's bed sheets and hoped she wouldn't notice. Oh, my didn't she wonder about the charge from the from The charge I got, that happened, and I just apologized. And I never did it again, but at least I'm gonna cover up the evidence, the physical evidence. I'd rather get yelled at for a charge than yelled at for a stain. So, and then the next day, here's an epilogue. I found my best friend in high school and said, dude, I jacked off for the first time yesterday, high five. He's like, no, Ben, I'm not high-fiving you for that. Put the hand away. <laughs> and all he all said- All right, Kenny, go ahead and score this. Ben, from now on, just use lots of tissues. No, <laughs> no nobody gets points because uh, that was just a horrible topic. Although I will share uh, a misconception that I had of my own. Um, I believed that we were both supposed to finish at the same time. Yep. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, for don't us. you know the female orgasm is a myth? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's it. All right. right. Uh, quick, quick one. Quick one. And I guess that brings us to Ben's topic then. Yeah, well, just weird bring then? us home, Ben. Nobody wins points on that one. All right, fair enough. Nobody Kenny does points. not like giving that points was out for masturbation. That was terrible. I could just imagine. I didn't talk like, about masturbation. This is the best the episode we've had yet. What are you talking about? Driving down the road, you know, I'm going to work, and now I got to hear graphic explanations of, of, of y'all's discovery of masturbation. Prepubescent seminal fluid emission. Toughened your nipples, didn't it? What, what, what'd you say, Kev? Give me the points. I'm the, I didn't bring a masturbation. That's oh, yeah. true. Okay. Yeah, Kevin gets the points then. Yep, there you go. <laughs> you guys are nerds. I, I gave you an option, and you all opted for the former. <laughs> well, hey, cool story, bro. <laughs> go ahead, Ben. What's your topic? All righty. This was submitted to me. Uh, let me make sure I say it right. Okay. Tell me one mistake that you think fucked you up royally for years and years and years. And I'll just share mine, guys. It's kind of dark, but um, oh. at one point, I had a job that, I, that started off absolutely phenomenal, but it ended up being absolutely horrible. And my boss was just a maniac. He was abusive. He was threatening. He would throw these tirades, uh, not unlike a two-year-old. And I was under contract. So if I left, it would have cost me money to get out of the contract. So, but I just, I wish I would have cursed him out and just left and taken the hit and purchased my freedom. I wish I would have respected myself enough to know I don't deserve this treatment. 
and just saw myself out and just left. But I didn't want to be a quitter. So I suffered through it, but it gave me trauma. And I really wish I wouldn't have suffered through that. Hmm. I feel empty inside. <laughs> like, anybody else? No? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I think that I think that for me, it was, um, again, all these guys knew me in high school with the exception of Ben. And, you know, I'm, I mean, I would say that I'm pretty different from what, you know, Kevin and Art and Kenny remember. Um, definitely. <laughs> well, and, in certain shades, but you know, true, yeah. true. I was, I had an extremely sheltered childhood, and um, it wasn't until college that I really let my hair down, I guess you could say, and uh, you know, started to experiment with you know, you know, drinking and marijuana, stuff like that, and uh, and uh. I think that if I had opened myself up a little bit earlier, I would have really come into my own at a much, you know, everything happens for like a reason, obviously, you know, I'm a 40 year old man, 40 plus year old man now practicing BBJ as, as art likes to play. And it's, uh, you know, but perhaps in my youth, I could have been doing, uh, you know, you know, some other martial art, you know, for, for 20 plus years now, you know, something where I'm, I'm built and more self-confident and everything else. And it didn't happen. Um, the same with, uh, you know, it wasn't until the end of high school that I really started to get into like theater, uh, which was, um, which was a, a great environment um, in both high school and especially in college when you're doing postmodern shows that have you know language and nudity and sexual stuff and like this and that and I feel like the fact that I was sheltered for so much of my life really held me back and um that said uh, I am I am a believer that everything happens for a reason um and it's it you know and I've turned my life around and I've led a pretty damn good life up until now um but I would have liked to have seen in my youth, maybe a little bit more um, a adventure. Bit more, exactly, a, a little bit more adventure. Yeah. But instead, oh god damn it! Instead, I done fucked it up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kevin? Um. Yeah. As far. It's, you know, everything happens in people's lives. You know, there's a couple of things that come to the top of my head, but I, I really don't feel like putting it out there for the world. So, um, but I need a lot of uh, dumb choices, but thankfully- um, We just talked about masturbation. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if I look back on the one thing that really fucked me up and all I'm going to, I'm just going to say this one sentence, I'm not going to divulge it, but do not give pot to strangers, Okay. That shit mm -hmm. seriously screwed me <laughs> up for a few years. And that's that all I'm going to say that, about that. <clears throat> that could do it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, uh, that wasn't fun. But, you know, as far as, far as what Joe said a minute ago, everything happens for a reason. You know, everything, good or bad, in our journey gets us to where we're supposed to be. And we, and our lives are basically, you know, that's us for us to live. So, yeah. You can't say that this show does, does, doesn't have a moral lesson that, goes with it. That's right. Yeah.
<laughs> what about you, Art? Uh, I'll pair it back what everybody says in that, yes, all things do happen for a reason. But that being said, um, I feel like I have no proof, <clears throat> obviously. Oh, somebody's a, 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 Sorry, announcements yeah. are going off. That's Ben. Shut your thing off. Turn off your Facebook. Um, I have no proof that this ruined my life or made it worse. But what I can say is I feel that the one big thing that I... Um, I didn't do is I didn't come to California earlier. Mm. Um, I wanted to, my original plan was to come in 2001 after I had been booted from university of Maryland. And I was just sort of unmoored and in the wind a bit and uh, doing community college <clears throat> and things seemed to be going well at the time from what I remember. And I just also, I think I was just full of piss and vinegar and confidence and bravado. And one thing I can say that this town necessitates is that uh, if you come out here with anything less, you will not go anywhere. Not saying that you're going to run home, but if you don't come out here with, you know, like yeah, conquer the world energy, then you will not. Like you will just fade into the background and you will live a normal life doing little things here and there. And I feel that, yeah, waiting six years let me grow up a bit, but it also tempered me down. It, it took away a lot of the bite and the vinegar that I had. And I think because of that, I uh, just came out here as a bit more of a milk toast kind of person. And that just demonstrated itself in, in the environment. So who knows what would have happened? You know, maybe uh, it could have been the same outcome. Maybe it would have been different. I don't know. But I think that that's one big thing is that I didn't jump on the opportunity when I had the chance and it was all because of uh, just that little, little bit of insecurity and fear that was hiding in the background that kept me home. So, so that, what you're saying then is in the multiverse, there's an art hall who's going to be at next year's Academy Awards up for best actor. Uh, it, well, at least somewhere in the multiverse, there is at least one who's getting a Razzie for at least having a lead role in a movie that's critically panned, but he did it because he made a bunch of money doing it. So, you know, that's fine. I would and also, he would accept the Razzie with a plum. I would also make a wager that in it, in at least one of the multiverses, it's probably multiple, uh, that Art Hall is doing porn. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, and that's it's a like to different degrees of success. Like there's like the kind where things are really bad and it's really super sad. You know, he's doing heroin between his toes. And another one, he's just, you know, a prop guy. He's not even doing the sex. He's just the one who's like handing the, the, the plugs and dongs. And somewhere he has a fluffer, but he's a specialty <laughs> fluffer, right? It's called It's called the Parisian hair twirl or hair toss where you use your hands like this. So you're like meshing like a net and you're tossing them back and forth. So, there yeah. there, there for, could be one where all of those things exist. And that's true. That, that and is, it's like a, the... a Grand Theft Auto progression to or towards, <laughs> towards kingdom. There you go. <laughs> for our listeners, you, we don't know what a fluffer is. Uh, it's... That. Uh, Art, I'm with you, man. Like, I feel like I should have come out. You want to be a fluffer? No, no, no. <laughs> I LA when I was 25. But I stayed in Maryland because I got a good job and I got benefits and I... I dulled my own blade too. And you were out here before I was at a younger age than me. So I came out here when I was 29. So I still feel the same way. Like if I would have just come out at 25, if I would have had a nice movie premiere and made my mark in Baltimore, I could have left, but I didn't. So I got to live with that shit too. 
Um, Joe, I feel like you had some very important knowledge to dispense, so I did want to jump back on that. You were about to describe a fluffer. Yes, I was. Uh, for our listeners who might not know what a fluffer is, uh, my understand, and, and they're probably called something else, uh, but the term, but the term fluffer is basically somebody who helps the the male stars keep erect between scenes. That is my understanding, at least. Okay, so um, a fluffer is a person employed to keep an adult film star aroused on the set, also known as a Lex. (laughs) In one of the multiverses, I'm sure that there is a Lex who is a fluffer. Of course, uh, you know, multiverse me brought multiverse Lex out there. It's like literally saying, hey, Lex, look, the, the life out here is great. Dreams are possible. Anything can be done. Come on out, man. Just trust me. And next thing you know, you you got, you know, Lex. You want me out there as your fluffer. You got Lex working as Lex Steele's fluffer. So there you go. Or Lex Art Hall's Steel. fluffer. Or as my fluffer. There you go. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Turnabout is fair play. Oh, Kenny, how would you score this? The fluffers are women that are not pretty enough to be the porn stars. Oh, or really talented men, <laughs> or they're just people who like the you know like the, the crew positions of sex of the sex workers. So, okay, Ken, how do you score that last bit of? Uh, everybody stuff? gets points because I think we all need a lift up here. Um, but poke ultimately, I'm going to give the win. I'm going to give the win to Ben because behind the scenes, we kind of snubbed him last night. Well, we canceled on you twice or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, wow. and didn't tell you. Yeah, well, we didn't tell you one of the times, which is great. <laughs> so sorry, Kev. He he takes the win from you. Otherwise, you would have. It's all good, it. bro. It, it's all good. No worries. I'm gonna make a suggestion to you guys for a future episode theme at some point. Does it look like we have a comment card available, Ben? No, we don't take comments. We call it chatbot. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna take the win back. I, I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> okay kenny why don't you uh rattle off some of that legalese nonsense you got yeah uh actually it's going to be pretty short tonight guys i just want to say thank you once again for beginning your year with us uh i know you have many disappointing podcast choices and we thank you for choosing choosing us uh you can find us at that was disappointing.com or wherever you get your podcasts from uh it's going to be a hell of a year happy new year guys Happy New Year, y'all. Old Lang Syne. Happy New Year. Joy to the world, all the boys and girls. You can mute Ben now. <laughs> <laughs> I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the alcoholic blues. No more beer in my heart. No more beer in my heart to cheer. Bumblebee, stop lubricating the man. Let's get out of here.